0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At Dobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now.
2: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
0: Been waiting for this one all day. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Excited to be joined by FS1 baseball analyst Nick Swisher. You can catch him on the Fox World Series watch party. Also on Twitter at Nick Swisher. Nick, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today?
2: Baby, I'm doing amazing, my man. How
0: you holding up? Uh, We are fantastic. So let's start with Saturday night because we saw your reaction to what was one of the wildest finishes any of us in this room have ever seen. Uh, What'd you make of it? What was what was your thoughts going through your head as you see the Rays win that game in just unbelievable fashion?
2: I mean baseball you know just like just what Brett Phillips said baseball is fun and 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 I think with everything that has happened to us this year with the pandemic uh, and the shutdowns and lockdowns and quarantine like we need to smile and we need to laugh and we need to enjoy life again and right now I think sports are bringing us back to that mentality I think people have something to look forward to now game 6 is tonight for us in the World Series and and I think sports fans are really loving life right now I think that It was such a crazy play because a Rose Arena comes flying around third. He gets sniped out. He falls down, right? Next thing you know, Muncie's got it. He throws Smith a cutter. He can't catch it. You know what? Kelly Jensen isn't backing up. Next thing you know, game over. So I think when you get to the World Series, what makes it great is that anything can happen. And I think tonight is kind of one of those things. I know the Dodgers have a little bit of that momentum, but don't count the Rays out, man. Extremely resilient team.
1: All right, Swish Daddy. I wanna talk about Randy Rosarena here for a second. Okay. You mentioned anything can happen, all right? And we're looking at a guy who was like a month in quarantine and was a Cardinals outfielder and they traded him and actually he was a throw in kinda of on the deal. And now he's rewriting the history books.
0: Well, I think it's happened twice to y'all. Luke Voigt as well. He's actually coming up tonight. We're trying to forget that. (laughs) We don't have to talk about him. We don't have to talk about what's going on down in Atlanta with Marcelo Zuna. Let's just keep it to this one, (laughs) all right?
2: No, I totally understand you, but then again, like you didn't, you you didn't see that. Maybe there was something in the organization that you didn't quite see. And one man's trash is another man's treasure. So for him to show up in Tampa and to also, I think, just maybe the overall just change of scenery does people good. I mean, I think of you know a guy like David Ortiz who wasn't exactly great as a Minnesota Twin, but goes over to Boston and becomes this superstar. That's going to happen. You can't plan for that, but to see that kind of happen back to back, and back to back to back for the St. Louis Cardinals. Obviously, that's a, a tough pill to swallow. But to see the joy and the excitement and the love that a Rosarita is playing with right now for somebody that did the same thing when I played, I really appreciate that. Man, young kids want to see that. Fans want to see that. It brings juice to the game, some excitement and overall emotion. And I think that's what sports is all about.
0: Nick, what have you seen from him in particular that, that has allowed him to have so much success in this postseason? Is there something with his swing? Is there something with the way that he plays that you're seeing that has propelled him to where he is right now?
2: Yeah, I, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but the, the fact he's putting the ball in play. I think you know, he's making solid contact. He's not a very big guy. You know, he, he's not Aaron Judge. And I think that's the problem with young young kids nowadays. You think you got to be six foot five, two hundred forty pounds to, to to hit home runs, and that's not the case. I mean, if you look at the radar gun this entire World Series, you're going to see nothing but ninety fours through hundred and twos. So right now, with the velocity jumping up, all we have to do as hitters, we got to get the barrel to the baseball because now in the launch era, the launch era angle, right, the launch angle era, I think it's a little different, right? I think that you know sometimes guys try to get the ball in the air. But I think it's hard enough hitting the baseball as it is. If you can make contact with something coming in that fast, I promise you it will exit coming out faster.
1: All right, Swiss, you're talking about putting the ball in play, right? And here in St. Louis, obviously the offense was a little bit of a struggle this year. We just find out yesterday that Jeff Albert, hitting coach, is going to come back with his staff. You've been there, done that. How much of an impact can the hitting coach have on a team's overall success at the plate?
2: Oh, huge. It's huge, absolutely. You know, I feel like you bring somebody in with knowledge, uh, a, little bit of a, a little bit of a name behind him, and some excitement. I mean, that's, that's exactly where I would want to be. You know, I think guys just want to continually learn. And I think for myself, you know, I have aspirations to be a manager down the road at some point. And I think for me, the one thing I'll tell my coaches is, hey, bring the energy, be positive, right? Be optimistic, be exciting, right? Like, we deal with enough failure in this game. So when you bring over somebody like that, uh, that not only has the name, but also uh, the guy's trust, uh, as soon as you get that trust from the players, it's all about just keeping them on a routine. I think in general, you want to be a hitting coach, you might as well be a psychologist anyway, you know, say psychiatrist or whatever, because you're going to be solving problems all year long. So, yes, I think for them, St. Louis is such an amazing baseball town. You know, my father, Steve, had the chance to play there for a couple seasons, you know, played right there behind uh, Ted Simmons. And, and he used to tell me all the great stories. And for me, you know, that was the one of the ballparks, the only ballpark that I never got the opportunity to play in in my career was St. Louis. So I mean, to be talking to you guys is awesome because come on, the Cardinals, baby—that's baseball legacy. You know that organization has been around for a long time, and you know for for all the success they've had over the years, you got to give them credit for that.
1: Yeah, look, I agree a hundred percent, and I think that that's half the battle here. Is it's such an awesome baseball town that the the they expect the results every year, and so uh, you know we've had the the well the blessing of having guys like Jim Edmonds around, and Jimmy's been on the show a number of times, and he talked about when he was young and coming into the league, how essential it was for him to have that that hitting coach or the hitting coach that was the assistant just kind of regroup with him after every at-bat, just sit with him really quickly in the dugout, not a big long, long drawn-out thing, but just, you know, what were you seeing? What were you looking at? How did he come, what was the delivery? Just little things like that, and he said it really, really helped him to have that hands-on guy who just, just tweaked things from time to time.
2: Oh yeah. Well, I also think it's about getting to know your players, right? I go up to each one of my guys and be like, "Hey, Jim, how do I get the best out of you? How do I coach you the best?" Because at the end of the day, your your success as a manager boils down to how well your team plays or how or how horribly they play. <laughs> so for me to be able to try and find the best, you know, the way to get the best out of my players would be my first thing. I think one of my one of the skills that I have is, is overall communication. I right? like, I love to talk. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Never but noticed. To able to to be able to kind of learn from my guys and learn along the way because you know regardless I mean the managers don't nearly get as much credit as they used to for sure it's more about you know just making sure you could keep everybody together almost be that glue that kind of holds the team together because I in my opinion I think the best thing that a manager can do can stay away back away from the players let them do their thing let the players police the locker room and let them take care of all of that because when you do that and you have somebody in the locker room like a Yachty Molina you don't ever have to worry about has to worry about a thing in that locker room because he knows yadi or right or way or somebody like that will take care of the issue so i think as long as you can have those leaders in the locker room and learn from your guys i think that sets you up for the best success
0: we're talking to nick swisher fs1 baseball analyst world series champion you can check him out tonight on fox's world series watch party check that out on twitter you can follow him at nick swisher you brought up two guys that we have certainly talked a lot about this offseason, Nick, and Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. They're both free agents this offseason. Wayno has said he wants to be back. Yadi has said he wants to be back, but he's looking for a two-year contract extension. If I gave you the Mo Bowtie and I put you in his shoes, you are now the general manager for the Cardinals. Are you bringing back Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright? I'm bringing back Yadi. Hundred percent, no doubt, bro. <laughs> he's coming back, no doubt. I'll be like, hey, man, I'll give you three years
2: because he is the spine of my. He's the spine of my team. He is the leader of my team. Don't get me wrong; I know Wainwright is as well, but I think that you know when you're a pitcher and you're kind of getting later in your career, you know, obviously, I think you need to keep you got to hold on as tight as you can because these young bucks coming up are all throwing hundred miles an hour and their skills are off the chart. The one thing that I am realizing through this World Series and as well as for myself being a special advisor with the Yankees, the one thing that I think we missed the boat on this year is having a solid, strong defensive catcher. I think you have to have that. It's hard to say that there are dual threat catchers in the game anymore, offensive and defensive players. I think JT Real Muto is one of those guys, and obviously he's a free agent this year. But I think if you want to have a successful team and you want to run a dynasty-type you know. Organization, I think it starts with having a catcher on the plate that really knows exactly how to get it done. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have that, then I think you struggle because you have to have great pitching to win. Look what the Tampa Bay Rays are doing this year. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: the last one I've got for you, Swish, is everybody here in St. Louis is talking about adding a bat to the lineup, adding a bat. Well, look, economic times aren't fantastic across the board, and the Cardinals aren't used to just throwing money all over the place but if they were able to look at somebody to bring in to help them offensively, who do you think would be a good fit here in St. Louis?
2: Wow. You know what? I mean, kind of the first player. And the only reason why I'm saying this, I think he's at the forefront of everybody's minds right now is Corey Seager. Right. I think he's an absolute tremendous ball player. I think he brings uh, that quiet, uh, quiet leader with him. He brings that blue collar mentality. Somebody that I think would fit amazing in St. Louis. I mean, obviously you know, I mean, you know, with that guy comes a lot of uh, top dollars. But I think just in general, look at the uh, the guys that we that are available this offseason. I think the top pitcher coming out would be somebody like a Trevor Bauer. But I think at the end of the day, you have to make your decision as, as a staff and as a front office. What are we going for? Are we going to try and bring another arm in here? Or are we going to try and bring one of those power bats? Because either way, I think for the St. Louis Cardinals, you know they're going to they're gonna post every year. That's the type of squad that's going to show up and you know those guys as they continue to keep playing great defense they'll see themselves in the playoffs so I think for them whatever decision they make pitching or hitting I think there are great options for both
0: Nick I wanted to ask you because you you were a player in this league you played with a lot of superstars along with you out in New York and I, we've talked so much about whether or not St. Louis is still viewed as a destination because once upon a time it was Jim Edmonds could be traded here and he wanted to sign long term. Same thing for Mark McGuire. Same thing for pools his entire time here. Other guys wanted to come play with him. Matt holiday did the same thing. Carlos Beltran at the end of his career signed up here to win. Do you think players still view St. Louis as a destination where they want to come play here because of what the history was here? Or do you think that's maybe not quite having the same effect that it once was with the Dodgers and the Yankees and all of these other teams, the White Sox now, uh, once again, kind of getting to the forefront?
2: Well, I think if you look at the legendary and iconic organizations in baseball, I think the St. Louis Cardinals are the top third of that 100%. There's no doubt about it. You can't bleed baseball. You can't bleed that Cardinal Red if you, know, if you can't have your baseball team there. So I think for them, it is a staple of the community. I think it is a staple of the city, and it means something to the fans in St. Louis. And I think that's where it all boils down to. Look at all those other amazing organizations you just said. The Dodgers, it means something to them. The New York Yankees, it means something to the Yankee fans. The Boston Red Sox, same thing as well. Now, do I think maybe a little bit has kind, of, kind of gone away from the destination of St. Louis? maybe a little bit, just from the lack of success in the past couple years, but remember, this team just won a World Series back in 2011, so I think, you know, just from where they are, for me, that would be a place that I would want to go to in a heartbeat. I think it's an amazing ballpark. Uh, I think the overall community of St. Louis is fantastic, and and I think any player that gets the opportunity to go to a place like St. Louis should be blessed and honored, for
0: sure. Last question that I've got for you, Nick. Who do you think ultimately wins this series? Do you have the Dodgers closing things out tonight?
2: Yeah, you know, at the beginning of I got the Dodgers in six but this this seems like kind of like a ping pong match right I mean like you know back and forth back and forth you know I mean you know an error here a pitching mistake here I, I think for me it's trying to figure out exactly you know what do you th- what do you do if you're Dave Roberts right game six you have the momentum right do you do you throw Walker Bueller I know they're not but do you throw Walker Bueller and Urias today and really kind of go for the jugular? Or do you really kind of sit back and they're going to throw Gonsolin today who didn't pitch well in game two? So I definitely think the Rays are right there. I think the Dodgers are kind of that team that plays better when their backs are up against the wall. So as much as I would like to say I think the Dodgers are going to win game six tonight, I don't. I think that they're kind of lacked. I think that they're just like, hey, man, you know, we can win this tonight. But if we lose, it's no big deal. I think they play way better. They're in a must-win situation. Look at the series they had against the Braves, down 3-1. Look at the series they're in now. Every chance that they have to kind of like close out the series, they haven't quite gotten that done. So I think this, right now it's where the Rays are. They're going for it. Blake Snell pitched tremendously, his last start. So I think the Rays have the advantage tonight. I think the Rays win tonight maybe like something like 6-4 to four or 5-4, to four. but I think the Dodgers definitely pull it off. I think the Dodgers win this thing certain times of charm baby since 1988 they deserve it bro they deserve it all right one last
1: quick thing for you here nick i just want to make sure that moving forward next time we have you on which would be great but we're gonna go with swish daddy from now on is that cool (laughs) That sounds
2: good, baby. I'm down for that,
0: brother. I like that. All right, good. (laughs) He's Nick Swisher. You can check him out tonight on the World Series Watch Party. He's working as a baseball analyst for FS1. He's a World Series champion, one of the best in the business. Nick, really do appreciate the time, man. Let's do this again. Let's talk with you again soon, if you don't mind.
2: Oh, man, I would love that. I love y'all's energy, man. I really, really appreciate that. Bring us some fire to the air, boys. I love it.
0: Love it. That is Nick Swisher joining us here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate his time joining us here on the show, man. I I thought there were two things in.